Before we jump into today's episode, I want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor. It's a book. It's a brand new book and it's it's actually my book. Just kidding. Yeah, I'm sponsoring my own podcast episode because I am so freaking passionate about this book that I have published and I want to make sure you all know about it. So the book is called Bitch Power, A Woman's Guide to Shattering Glass Ceilings, Building Empires, Making Money and Changing the World. It's available to order on Amazon. It ships worldwide. So far, we've had orders from the Netherlands, Italy, France, Germany, the UK, the US, all around, which is super exciting because I'm very passionate about spreading this message, spreading the word and getting more CEOs, more females in power in the world of business. There will be a link in today's episode description if you want to purchase the book or find out more information. And I really hope you guys enjoy this book that I have spent a year writing. And with that all out of the way, let's dive into today's episode. Welcome to the Dishing Up Digital Podcast. I'm your host, Alan, a former nine-to-five escapee turned six-figure business owner. This is your place to learn everything there is to know about building your dream life and career as a social media manager. Whether you're just starting out and feeling lost and confused, or you want to take your current business to the next level and double your income, this is the podcast for you. Social media is such a powerful platform and it's enabled me to book out my services and smash the six-figure milestone with only 3,000 Instagram followers. So grab a cup of tea, coffee, a glass of rosé with me, and let's turn those dreams into a reality. today's episode of the Dishing Up Digital podcast, I have a very exciting guest joining me. Tikahu Kura is the founder of At Maori Millionaire. She's on Instagram, TikTok, you might have seen her videos pop up and she also has a podcast. And did I mention this amazing woman is only 19 years old? Yes, you heard me correctly, 19. She started this business just in 2022. So she's only a year into entrepreneurship and she's already seen some amazing results. She's built up an audience of over 10,000 TikTok followers, 5,000 Instagram followers. She also has a podcast, which is doing so well. And she's also been on TV here in New Zealand and really made an amazing name for herself and she is backed by a very cool purpose and mission with her business. So I'm going to stop blabbing on and let you hear from her, her own personal story. And we also talk all about getting started with social media, what platform you should be looking at to grow your business. And I think this will be super helpful for anyone out there who is looking to start something new, a new venture, a new side hustle in 2023. So let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast. I would love to go back to the beginning of Māori Millennia and how this business came about, why you started it, and also like, I guess, how you went about the planning and the process of, of setting up a business at such a young age as well. Yeah, thank you for having me. So I was in my, started my second year of uni at the University of Waikato, studying my law degree, and I decided that I I saw this need for um, personal finance to be um, something that was better understood by my community. And so I thought, what better way to share this thing on social media? So I started the blog and the podcast. Um, from there, it grew naturally um, with a lot of interest from Māori wanting to learn more about putia, um, money. And then from there, I was able to grow brand partnerships um, and make an ebook and sell that. 
um, and to continue creating content for Māori to learn about investing and personal finance and entrepreneurship. I love that. One of the things that was really clear to me when we connected on Instagram that behind your business is a really clear purpose and mission. And mm. I think the statistics speak for themselves. When you look at, first of all, women, how behind we are in terms of personal wealth, finance, investments, the amount of women retiring um, in poverty, but then you have the added sort of layer of being a multi woman and mm. the statistics go even further down. And what does it mean for you in terms of having such a passionate purpose behind your business and how does that motivate you? Because I always feel like it, a lot of people think, forget about the why they think about the money or all these other things that motivate them. And I think the why is actually most important. Mm. I actually um, would pull from one of the TikToks I saw you make and it was about um, someone commenting something mean and you were like, you know, I don't, I'm not a surgeon, I'm not a lawyer, I don't do like, you know, these things, but what I do each day is helping someone and and that's what I kind of think as I move forward in my journey, you know, I'm 19 now and one day hopefully I'll be a mum and be able to do these things, but at this point in my life, it's like if I can help one person and I can, you know, teach them how to budget or how to better manage their money or get out of debt or create an income online, then, you know, then my mission is accomplished basically. And so the more people that I'm able to help to better manage our money is just, that's why I'm doing what I'm doing. And so the flow on effects of that is what is really special. And that's being able to access healthcare and education and justice mm -hmm. and all these other things that are associated with money. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with that and resonate that your why needs to be at the forefront of anything, you know, you do. And have you had any points in this journey? I know you're, you know, a year into your business, but have you had any moments where you've doubted yourself or been like, what am I doing and wanted to throw in the towel? Or have you just been all positive all the time? <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely. I, I have suffered burnout, I think before I don't know if I'm still going through it I don't really know um but <laughs> just becoming so um invested in this business and the outcomes of it is um quite draining and at some points you just want to just you know like totally just throw in the towel and just be like you know what no but I think the most important thing is just persevering and you know in time I'll be able to have better time management and stuff but at the moment I'm still growing and learning so um, that's not something I have right now, but hopefully in the near future, I will. <laughs> Love that. You've kind of launched your business and really gone all in on a lot of platforms. You're on Instagram, TikTok, you've got your podcast, your blog. And I know from speaking to a lot of new entrepreneurs that overwhelms them, the idea of having to be on all of these different platforms. Did you relate to that feeling or were you just ready to go in terms of, you know, go all in on everything? Mm. I think I was just ready to go to be honest when I first started I opened up an account on every platform and that was just to secure the handle um, but I didn't necessarily use them so for a, a long period of time you know TikTok was my main thing and I grew that to 10,000 followers um, I think it was only in like three months like it was a short period of time and I think the TikTok algorithm has changed a lot. So, you know, things that were going viral aren't going viral anymore. So I had a few like, 
I don't know, semi-viral videos that just really helped. And then that pushed my Instagram presence. And so I think there's like a big flow-on effect with different um, platforms, but at the same time, being able to just, you know, focus on one thing at a time is also really helpful. But then also if you're not able to just, you know, concentrate 100% on one thing even if you're pushing out one piece of content on you know everything all of that mixed together helps to grow yes yeah and how do you stay organized in terms of planning your content where do you get you know new ideas and how do you stay on track because you're also studying so (laughs) you've got a lot on your plate Mm -hmm. so I have a um I have a three-point um planner on my wall um just above my laptop actually and you know one side's for uni one side's for my business and then I put the personal stuff in the middle so staying organized is crucial you know like whether it's house cleaning or something like staying on top of everything all the time and you know if I miss one thing it's like that's not just one thing because the flow and effect of missing that means that Mm. tomorrow's gonna be longer or you know whatever it looks like Yeah, it creates a bit of a snowball (laughs) as soon as one thing (laughs) falls off the radar. And what would you say has been the most impactful platform when it comes to growing your business in this first year? Like if someone's listening and they're new to entrepreneurship and they're looking at all these different things, should I start a podcast? Should I start a blog? What would your advice be to them around what you've enjoyed the most and what's been the most successful in terms of pushing the needle? I think that TikTok has been the most um, influential part in growing my audience but I think the most fulfilling part or content that I've created is definitely my podcast so I think that if you have one thing to draw your audience to there and then they kind of funnel that into like your social media then that's really cool but at the same time like sometimes it needs to go the other way but I think creating a podcast and having just a landing point for people to just be like oh yeah that's the you know, that's what she does. She's a podcaster is really cool. I think the cool thing about podcasting is it you get that really close relationship with your audience and your community as well. Mm. You know, sitting there, the fact that people sit there and listen to me babble on for like 20 minutes still kind of blows my mind a little bit. <laughs> but they, they they almost become like, I don't know, I feel like my podcast listeners are my friends. They are the people that know me the best, that they know the ins and outs of my life. And you just have a good time. And I think that's really hard to translate across onto other platforms. Definitely. And, you know, some people have missed me and they're like, you know, um, I just did like a 12 hour flight and I listened to your podcast the whole time. It's like, wow, like you listen to me for 12 hours straight. I don't even know people in my real family that would want to do that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I know. Like when I babble along to my boyfriend, who you can tell his eyes is just kind of glaze over at some point when I'm like talking about social media strategy. I know, and he's like, Twelve yeah. hours. Yeah, that's gotta be that's gotta be a record. I had a student, um, Claire, I've interviewed her on my podcast as well, who went through my course and she did there's like 60 lessons in this course, and some of them are like over an hour long. And she went through it all in the space of two weeks. She said she put my voice on like double speed <laughs> to get through it. So it would have been like blah, 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 blah. and I'm like, wow, you are the true fan. That's commitment. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Have you had any big, I guess, pinch me moments or milestones that you'd like to share from your first year in business? Mm, Definitely. The media was really like, is this really happening? So like being on TV, I was like, wow, like this is crazy. 
um but at the same time um something really simple and that was um literally going to countdown and um a lady coming up to me and saying that she follows me um and that she showed me her her baby who she had started investing for and wow. and manage her money better for her kids and she also had a teenage son who was just like oh this is so embarrassing mom come on but um <laughs> you know I was like wow like there's actual like real impact or real human impact of um the mahi that I do so that's definitely the biggest like that's really cool and I love that that's beautiful I think it's sometimes very easy to get trapped in an online bubble when you work in this digital space and you know so many people will th- complain that they only got 200 views on their reel and I always like to say imagine if you put 200 people in a room like how would you Mm -hmm. feel then you'd be terrified to go up on stage in front of 200 people and speak so I think when you have those little moments where someone says hey this is my child and my child now has an investment account because of you Mm -hmm. that is incredibly rewarding Mm -hmm. and one of the things I love about what you do is you know joining this wave of I guess, minorities who are investing and talking about investing, because it's not something that I knew anything about two years ago. And that's, that's really cool. I'd love to know a bit how you first started to learn about all these things. And when it comes to investments and stocks, where did you sort of educate yourself or learn those things? Yeah, so I was like eight years old when I found Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Wow. And I'm not sure how much of it I actually understood at that point, but I understood one thing really well, and that was the ability to grow money. And that was something that shocked me. I was like, what? Like, you can grow money? And, you know, I had grown up in a um, household where, like, mum would always be saying things like, you know, money doesn't grow on trees, Kahu. So I was like, wait, money grows? Like, so from there, I was like, how am I going to make this help me and my family? Like, how can we grow money? How can we create wealth, generational wealth? And um, from there, I started so many businesses, as you know, Um, so blogging and I created a clothing label, all these other things. And that was my attempt to, you know, create different streams of income because that's the key thing that I picked up. But then from there, now I um, invest in the stock market. So into like managed funds um, like the S&P 500 or the MZX 50. Um, dollar cost averaging so something that doesn't really I don't have to think about it it just automatically happens something each week a little bit of money and it just continually grows so yeah that's where I'm at now and that's how it started amazing and I saw a post of yours recently that you have done your your net worth calculations and you're up to forty thousand dollars which is an amazing milestone for someone your age what are your goals for 2023? Where are we going from here with Maori Millionaire? Yeah, so my net worth goal for the end of this year was to hit 40k, which I did. So I'm really happy about that. But next year, I'm hoping to hit six figures. So get into 100 grand plus for my net worth. And so that's going to take a lot of work and um, building up my income streams to be able to achieve that. So I'm really excited for this next year, but also a little bit scared because I'm like, I have all of these really big goals um, that I know, you know, we're all capable of achieving our big goals, but I just know that with that is going to come so much, you know, work and um, sacrifice and a lot of different things to be able to achieve it. And 
to wrap it up, what's one final piece of advice you would give to other aspiring entrepreneurs out there? Just to be fearless, you know, like a lot of my journey was like, oh, I don't want my friends to find my, you know, YouTube account. It's like, you know what, who cares? Like, I'm not even friends with the people I was friends with in high school. Like, and, you know, they don't message me at all. And I don't talk to them at all. If I look like an idiot on the internet, then who cares? Like, you know, the people who are really your friends are going to share your content. Like the friends I have now, they will, they will share it. They, all their family follows me because they just, you know, like they will support you 100%. So just be fearless, post it anyways. Who cares if you're embarrassing? <laughs> that is so well said. And where can people find you to connect with you further and find out more about your content? Yeah, so on the podcast on Spotify, if you just search the Māori Millennia podcast, that will come up. But also on TikTok, Facebook and Instagram at Māori Millionaire with an underscore. And I have a website, www.maoriMillionaire.com. Amazing. And I will link to our podcast episode we did over on your podcast in the description for you guys that are interested in hearing more. We had a really good chat about side hustling. So if you're a side hustler, I know you guys are always messaging me for tips and tricks. Definitely do go check out that episode as well. And yeah, thank you so much, Tikahutakura, for coming on the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. And yeah, I look forward to seeing how far you saw in 2023. Oh, thanks so much, Ellen. You're awesome. <laughs>